This is The Drive with Dale Lally and Matt Williamson on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. SNR. Steelers Nation Radio. Welcome back. I am Dale Lally. He is Matt Williamson, and uh, this is The Drive on Steelers Nation Radio. And, uh, well, the Steelers uh, getting themselves to 7-8 and eight, uh, with their win over the Vegas, Vegas Raiders, Raiders on yeah. a Saturday night. 7-8 and eight after a 6-2 and two start. Or 2-6 two and six two and start. 2-6 start, right. I mean, yeah, I've seen this show before. Uh, and you said that all year long. <laughs> like, I, I can tell you, this year, this year, this year, this year, where it ain't over till it's over. And you're 100% right. And realistically, you know, you mentioned DVOA post by they're what seven or something like that. Yeah, you know, and I'm sure defense is even higher. Uh, they're fourth. Offense, yeah, fourth. You know, offense is probably tenth, eleven, something like that. And again, the beginning of the season happened, but like the Ravens or in the Browns this upcoming week are going to watch the Steelers' last four games, which is a heck of a lot different than the first four games. Absolutely. I, I mean, and that's yeah. the point. I mean, where are you right now? And that's you know, we always talk power ranks in this segment tomorrow. And that's why I do power ranks. I don't really care what your record is. It's just what are you as a team right now? I think the Steelers are top 12 team in the league right now. You could make the argument based yeah. on how they're currently playing. Right this minute. Right this you minute. Have a round 32 team, round robin, king of the ring. There might be 11 guys standing yeah. when they get thrown out or however that works. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I still don't think that they're there with the Buffaloes and Kansas no. Cities and, you know, teams no. of that nature. I don't um, think they'd fare well in the playoffs either, to be very honest. But, but yeah. you know, the reality is, is they're beating the teams, as we said in the first segment, the teams that are in that same segment around them. The people that are cons- generally considered their peers. Yeah. They're, they're whipping up on them. Um, so I look at this and... and you know, I, I, this is not a team that needs a major overhaul. Now, no. had they done what a lot of people wanted and tanked mm-hmm. and won three or four games this year, uh, then you'd be looking at a team that, okay, you probably need to, to, to change a lot of stuff. Yeah. I mean, this is going to be a really interesting offseason because they don't have a ton of big-name free agents, but there's guys you want to keep. Most notably on defense, but I also don't want the defense to get old overnight either by investing in second-term contracts for guys that are good, not great. Could they use things? Of course. I mean, there's yeah. five things that I would love to see upgraded, but they all could be. You know, they're not going to draft Orlando Pace with the first pick in the draft. Yeah, you know, I mean, like <laughs> the the chances of landing a premium, premium prospect. And by the way, Micah Parsons was the fifteenth pick in the draft. It's not like you don't get good players yeah, or TJ great Watt players. Was Thirty, right, right, yeah. right. So it's not like they have no chance of landing a stud. But you know, you're not going to get the your, your pick of corners or your pick of left tackles. Like by the way, they are now sixteenth. I saw. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the Bears are firmly at two, fighting for one. Fighting for one. <laughs> Houston. Imagine if that right, were right. to happen. Right, right, right. All of a sudden, now you've got that thirty-second pick because <laughs> yeah, right. the, the Miami Dolphins don't have a first-round yep, pick this yep. year. So things are going well for the Bears in that regard, too, because they're playing tough, but they're losing, which is kind of what they want to do, where they're at. But no, their offseason could really help this team, and they can basically kind of do whatever they want. You want to keep Sutton, you want to keep Edmonds, that's very possible, Ogan Joby, um, you want to go get a linebacker from outside the organization or whatever. All that stuff's on the table, where there's been so many offseasons, even since we've been doing the drive, where 
well, they can't get that in free agency, or they're not going to get that in the draft, but they're they're in good shape. Yeah. If and the just, foundation's in place, to your point. You look at some of the, okay, so the Chicago Bears have now lost eight in a row. Hmm. The Arizona Cardinals have lost five in a row, as have the Tennessee I Titans. I believe they were even competitive last night. The Titans have lost, the Titans were seven and three. Wow. Miami's lost, lost four. In a has row. lost five in a row. Miami has lost four in a row, as have the Jets. Have they been four? Wow. The Jets have lost four in a row. These were teams that everybody was raving about oh, sure, a month sure. ago. I think somebody's, uh, I can't remember what I was watching yesterday. Like, these are teams who went over December. Oh, it's been a long time. Like, you're not going to win a game in December. Tennessee the may Dolphins, not win another one. Chicago yeah. might not win another one. The Dolphins went over December. They can still make the playoffs. Right. I don't know if that's ever happened before. That's a great point. I don't know either. I mean, <laughs> what's the longest losing streak in NFL history for a playoff team to end the season? Well, if they lose, they go six in a row. They're yeah. not making the playoffs. They're not making the playoffs. Right. The Titans aren't making the playoffs. The Jets aren't making Well, the Jets and, and Dolphins do play each other. Yeah, they, they both are. Very alive. Could, yeah, the, way, right. the way things are going now, they'll end up tying. It's <laughs> <laughs> about where they're both at. Yeah. Um, but, you know, you look at the, at the other end of the spectrum. Even the NFC, like Green Bay is alive now. Yeah. You know, With three it, wins in a row. Yeah, three wins in a row. It doesn't take much to get back in it, even when you look like you're left for dead. I mean, yeah. Seattle's lost dead. three in a row. Yeah, Seattle's um, in trouble. You know, these are, t- these are teams that... Again, a, a month ago, people, well, that team, they're in good shape. Well, look at the Seahawks. They're in great oh, they're shape. The, the, in, Jets, yeah. the Jets, the the whole AFC East is going to go yeah, into the— That was uh, a big conversation. Yeah. The whole AFC East go, no. No, might only be one. It might only be one. <laughs> it very well could. Two at the most. Because they're now playing the tough games. Yeah, 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 yeah. This is, you know, so when, when the Steelers— I, Would you rather start slowly and get better? Yes. Or absolutely. would you rather start, you know, great and then lose at the end? Because you're not going anywhere in the playoffs. Going right. in on a five or six game losing streak, no, or having right. lost With five out of, of holes yeah, no running game five out of six like or whatever right, it ends right. up being. Even yeah. if the Dolphins get into the playoffs at this point, does anybody trust them? No, no. I mean, I I thought they turned the corner against Buffalo. They played really well in a losing effort. That was Buffalo. their Super Bowl. That was that's their a Super very Bowl. Cleveland like moment. Yep. And very seen rookie head coach, yeah, young seen that from the Browns a lot. Right, they right. beat the—I can remember they beat the Steelers the one year, and they end up finishing seven and nine or something like that's that. That's the highlight of the season. The high, they were five and they beat the Steelers to get the five and two and finish seven and nine. Yeah, that was their Super Bowl. Yeah, they were—they all we've we've arrived. It's over. Yeah, here we are. Yeah, and then you go out and get your butts kicked like seven yeah. times in a row. I thought Miami would mop the floor with Green Bay. Tua was bad, awful, but, but I mean. No running game either. You know, at least they ran the ball in Buffalo. So they don't have anything to go back on. You know, I mean, everyone's crowded in the middle of the field. They know how they want to play. Tua has his limitations, but you can't take advantage of the run game. You yeah. Know, you have no counterpunch. You have no curveball. And as the, you know, that was in a game in Miami. What's it going right, to be? I mean, right. What's he going to do in a game in New England this year? Yeah, weekend? exactly, exactly. You know, right. those little lob balls that he throws up are going to mm-hmm. hang in the air for about six minutes. Yeah. And they hung around well in Buffalo. I thought they passed that test, you know, in, in weather. But, but again, they got up for their Super Bowl. Yeah, exactly. Oh, we beat the, hey, we got to we gotta beat the, uh, the Bills. And that was their A game, which yeah. wasn't enough against, a, a, you know, a contender. Yeah. So I, I just look at so the, you know, the teams on the other end of the spectrum, the 49ers have now won eight in a row. Did eight already. Yeah. Cincinnati's won seven in a row. Buffalo's, I don't even care if it's Brock Purdy or not. That team's really good. Yeah, <laughs> Buffalo's won six in a row. Who was the seven-row team? Uh, Cincinnati. Yeah, that adds up too. I mean, these are the teams that everybody's looking at going. You know, they're real. Yeah. Yeah, they're real. Um, you know, so and then the the winning streaks after those three teams 
the next best winning streaks are three games in a row. Okay. That's how it's tough to win on a week to week basis. Yeah. So when like he, I bet Kansas City's won six of seven, but they're not on that list. Right. So you know what I mean? Yeah. Right. They're just they're you know, they've they've won three in a row. Mm-hmm. Uh, but That's why they, the playoffs are so hard. Yeah, you know, you got to win three or four in a row against whatever, good teams. Against yeah, against brutal, brutal teams. Against all these teams we're talking about. So, uh, how many contenders are there in the league? I mean, I absolutely I'm, think uh, Philly is. I think the Niners are. Yeah, that might be it the, out of the NFC. I don't know about it in Minnesota. I don't think Dallas is. Minnesota now has won more one-score games than any team in history, and they have two to play. They're eleven and zero. They're eleven one-score games. Yeah. Remarkable. I mean, you give them credit. You that. tip their cap. Yeah. I mean, like compare the Vikes and the Raiders. Are they really that much different of a team? I think the Minnesota's better. Don't yeah. get me wrong. But if one team were okay in the fourth quarter, and I mean, they would have two different seasons. Like if Minnesota next year fell back to Raiders nine wins, level, 10, yeah. yeah, right, right. You'd be going, oh, okay, that's just a that re- sounds about <clears> right, right. Yeah. I mean, they're a dog against Green Bay this week. <laughs> they were dog against Detroit. Yeah. Vegas doesn't care at all. Yeah, yeah, because you know it's going to be a one-score game. You know it's going to be a one-score game. And Cousins has played well late in games, and Jefferson's a superstar. Side note: I just want to throw this out there, but I listen to so many podcasts, and Greg Cosell is one of my favorites. And they were asking Greg about Franco Harris, and yeah. they went down this tangent about the Super Seventies, and he kind of had this like light bulb moment. He goes. Stopped the podcast and said, paraphrasing, he said, I've been waiting. Something in my mind has been driving me crazy. Who is Justin Jefferson? He goes, I finally figured it out. He's John Stallworth. (laughs) And I'm like, wow. He's like, if John Stallworth played today, he would be one of the best receivers in the league. He's that angular, do-it-all, yeah. attack-all-levels. I mean, totally not gonna, tangible. Not going to go out and run a 4-3. Right. But Put him wherever. Just gets open. Gets open, beats you deep, you know. And I just wanted to make sure our listeners heard that. I was like, that's pretty cool. I can absolutely see that. Body type, everything about it. But yeah. total tangent by Williamson there. But I'm yeah. gonna get You that just anymore. never saw John Stallworth dance like. No. Times are a little different. A little different. catch, you know, 120 balls. Those whatever. guys did celebrate. Mm-hmm. By the way, the people who who come out and say, "Well, the Steelers of the '70s didn't celebrate," get out of here with that. Elsie's shoes and yeah. the towels, and yeah. I mean, Frank Frenchy Fuqua's right? <laughs> glass shoes. And, yeah, they were pretty flamboyant. They were flamboyant, right? yeah. you know. You, you, they they did the high fives and yeah. the, the jumping high fives Absolutely. and stuff like that. Come right. on, they it's, weren't on TikTok, but <laughs> yeah, there's no such thing at that right. time. But it, 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 to your point, it's it. it's so difficult to build anything. To build any momentum yeah, really in is. today's NFL. And Unle- the Steelers yeah. are doing that. It's easier to build the bad momentum than it is the good momentum. Yeah. You know, all like those the Raiders. I mean, just bad not even bad bounces or just finding ways to lose. Yeah. All those teams that have four and five and eight game losing streaks. There's a lot more of those than there are teams mm-hmm. that have won just three games in a row. Yeah. And we're not even including Houston because they don't count anymore because they won one. They won one. But they yeah. had quite the streak. They were the winners of the clubhouse in the losing streak category. <laughs> But it's just it's it's fascinating the to me. So, crazy right now, yeah. um, the Steelers have positioned themselves that uh, we've just seen so many know. quarterbacks play too, which is a problem. The league. Well, now you got uh, the statue throughout the other day. Was that starting quarterbacks or just quarterbacks that played? There was fifty three. Uh, there's fifty nine. Whatever. Okay, it was, yeah. it was in the fifties that had started a game. Okay, and that was. Once McSorley hit the field last night, yeah. was number was number fifty, and that, that doesn't count the Jets playing their fourth quarterback, right, on Sunday or Saturday, I should yeah, say. Yeah, right. They've or now played the four quarterbacks. Brought someone in for mop up time or whatever. So there's probably 
70 quarterbacks have seen the field this year. Just nuts. And not even counting like the Taysom Hills, yeah. you know, that are borderline. That's insane. I mean, Rams are on four. You just mentioned the Jets are on four. I didn't think of them. Carolina's on four. There's a lot of threes, <laughs> too. You know, right. I think Tampa Bay may, might wish they had more yeah. than one. Yeah. He's been bad. He's been really bad. And I don't want to hear today. They're winning in spite Oh, he of comes back with a big drive at the end because he's the GOAT, blah, blah, blah. He missed playing a junk team. Pass. Right. I yeah. saw something today that's – They're as bad as any team. Gronk's going to come back next year and play with Brady. I don't want either one of them at this point. Where? Are they going to play right. in Tampa? You know, who's going to be back in that team? Right. They're, I mean, they're just bad. A, I just I'm still mess. rooting for Carolina to win that division. They very well could. They're going to – I mean, Steelers handled them. But I thought they were going to – I picked them to beat the Steelers. I was wrong. At that point, I'm like, they're the best team in the South. And I still feel that way. Yeah. I think Steve Wilkes has done a good job mm-hmm. with them. He probably deserves to keep that job. Well, if he will or not. But, yeah, he certainly deserves mm-hmm. I mean, he's – he won't be unemployed long. No, no, absolutely not. Um, so it's just – I look at this and you see you see these teams now that are in the top – four of the teams in the top – who are picking in the top 11 right now mm-hmm. in the draft as we sit here today don't have their own first-round draft oh, pick. I know. I wonder how that's. If you look at the, the rest of the the rest of the draft, the, yeah. the rest of the way down, there's like only the one team names. that doesn't have its own first round draft pick, and that's San Francisco. Okay, that's part of the Lance trade yeah. and all that. Yeah, Miami has theirs, but they don't have their own. So four of those teams that quote unquote went for it, yeah, are picking in the top eleven. <laughs> the Raiders went for it too, and right. you know, they pushed their chips in. And they're, pi- there, yeah, they're picking uh, ninth. And they gave up picks for Adams, but not this first. Just not a first, right? Yeah. Right? Right? I, I'm curious what next year looks like because, say the Eagles win the Super Bowl, have 32 and four. <laughs> you yeah. know, or, well, right now or they've got 10. Yeah. For, for, from New Orleans or Seattle, a smart organization ends up with two, three. You know, in yeah. addition to their own. Like, are some of these teams with extra picks really going to take a step forward? But more importantly, are the Denver's, the Browns, the teams that are missing them? Are they going to be fighting for first overall? You know, they're going to be hurting. They're going to be hurting bad. And it's going to be interesting because Denver, of course, just fired Nathaniel Hackett today. Mm-hmm. If you look at that position, like they can't get out from underneath that Russell Wilson contract. It's like a seventy million dollar dead money hit. It until like like twenty twenty five. Yeah, the, the cap hit finally goes down to like twenty five million. So it's somewhat palatable. Yeah. So whoever you're is, married to him for the next two years. Yeah. You know. My dad's asking me at Christmas. He's like, boy, is Wilson bad? Blah, 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 blah. He's like, so I assume they'll cut him or whatever. I'm like, no, Dad. (laughs) Ownership bought in on – they bought a team with a head coach they didn't know and this. And I'm sure the head coach – Traded away five draft picks, including two first-rounders. So they're going to have to convince some coach, and they probably won't get their pick of the litter, that you need to turn Russ back into a pro bowler. And we don't have a first-round pick to help you or yeah. other things. And nobody wants to play here against Mahomes and Herbert for the next couple of years. You know, wow. Wow. But, I mean, yeah. that, that might be the worst job in football moving forward. It has to be. I'd rather be the Texans' new guy. Yeah. No because doubt. You just, and you just saw them fire a coach before his first season was up. Right. Now, I don't, and he I, earned it. Yeah, he earned it. I don't, I don't know yeah, that right, he right. didn't deserve to be fired. But you could get the same treatment if, right. you, don't, if you don't work miracles. <laughs> yeah. Right. I mean, you don't know. This ownership might fire a coach a year. Who knows? 
it's yeah, it's ugly. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, so when those when people talk about well, the Steelers aren't going for it. The Browns went for it this year. Oh, the Browns went for it. They yeah, went yeah. for it. They're six and nine. Yeah, I they've mean, scored... this was their window. Yeah, I mean, there's no question. They've scored thirty three points now, and yeah. in three uh, three starts with Deshaun Watson. I mean, where, where are the Raiders, the Patriots, the Browns, the Titans? Teams have won a lot of games lately. What are they going to look like over the next two years? Yeah, I mean, there's problems. By the way, uh, since uh, since Tom Brady went to Tampa yeah, Bay, yeah, Bill Belichick now twenty four and twenty five as a head coach. Really, that doesn't surprise me. Doesn't surprise. I mean, me. yeah, is he gonna is he gonna finish this season with a winning mark after that? I don't they're think bad. so. They're real bad. Yeah, maybe they win this week against the Dolphins because the Dolphins are playing bad and they're at home. Yeah, I mean that's a probably but, a pick them game. But yeah. uh, who knows? Does he come back next year? I think he really wants to try and and. You know, become the all-time winningest dug coach. This hole is the GM too, right? He's, I mean, you know, if you're if you're Robert Kraft, you go to him and say, "Hey, Bill, um, might need you to take a. I want to hire a GM here, somebody to help you out." And how about along the way, we also hire an offensive coordinator. That's what I say. If I was Kraft, <laughs> I, Bill, let's go on my yacht and hang out for a weekend. Yeah. And when we get off the yacht, we're going to both agree that I'm going to have a new personnel guy. <laughs> and you're going to run the organization. You're the biggest dog, and you have your hands on everything. But we're going to have a true personnel guy, and we're going to have an offensive coordinator from outside the organization. Yeah, you know, and we're not just bringing Bill that, O'Brien back, or your son, or <laughs> yeah. you know, your buddy, or whomever. Yeah, and we're going to go from there, and we'll see. Because if you're them, what do you? I, you're you're looking at Mac Jones, right? Did we ruin him? Was he ever good enough? Yeah. Right. It, it, was that smoke and mirrors the first year? Was right. this, you know, the second year what he really is? And if his first year was his ceiling, that's not yeah. close to being no. good enough. Right. That's no. a good first step, you know. Right. You, you expected, know. A, you know, that's, you expect Kenny Pickett now next year. Right. There's a comparison to there. take the To take that big step. Oh, if Pickett looks like Jones next year. You're in trouble. You've you got to move on. you got to find another quarterback. Yeah. You have to. Right. In this case, I don't know if the Patriots will or should. I might give Jones one more year. Because of what they did to him, also, you know, but they, it's criminal. <laughs> it's brutal, right? Criminal. We we talked about it in the preseason. Yeah, like w- w- the hubris that's involved with this. With this, amazing. Movie. I mean, I can't imagine how many times I said that the day the steel, the minute Tomlin pulled Trubisky for Pickett, I said things like, "The men and women in the cafeteria have to be get dedicated to Pickett. The people that do the fields, the weight room, every everything has to be geared towards making this quarterback yeah. work." And it was like the Patriots did the opposite. Like, Nate Tice is like, I don't know much about video games. He's like, it's like Belichick put on the hardest mode to do all of a sudden, just to see if I can do it. Like, instead of taking the easy stuff, like, the, let's play on level 10 instead of level Think 5. Think about it this or, way. Like, so, in 2018, the Steelers draft Mason Rudolph. 2019, mm-hmm. whatever year. 2018. They got killed that year because Randy Feekner, who had been the offense, who had been the quarterback's coach, mm-hmm was elevated to be the offensive coordinator and decided he would do both jobs. He would continue working yeah, with yeah, the quarterbacks. Yeah, yeah. I can't believe they didn't have a, a, a quarterbacks coach dedicated to helping Mason Rudolph. Yeah, yeah. This is way <laughs> worse than that. First-round pick and your starter. <laughs> and you, you don't, don't have a Hall of Famer in the room. You don't have a quarterbacks coach, and you don't have an offensive coordinator. And then I was listening <laughs> to Mike Lombardi on the way here, who's super close to Belichick, worked with him a million years. He's like, well, the other thing that's suffering is their O-line used to be really good, but now Patricia doesn't spend any time with the O-line, right. which is the only thing he's good at, and he's really a defensive coach. Like, nobody's doing <laughs> what they're good at. 
Like, it, it's bonkers. And it reflects on the field. Like, they're sloppy on the field. They take a lot of penalties. They don't get the play calls in. The second-year quarterback's yelling at Screaming the Screaming at the staff. sidelines right, on a regular right. basis. Yeah, like, it's ugly. Uh, like, that's not getting fixed this year. No, no. no it's Tampa's not getting... not getting fixed. Brady and Belichick are not fixing their teams this year. No. They're just no. not. They're all-time greats. I have great respect. Even if you marry, even if, if, if Brady went back to New England. I've even heard those rumors. You're right. New England, pe- people in New England would be very upset with the results of that. Yeah, you'd win nine games and you'd delay the, the you'd delay yeah. progress. Yeah. You know, that's probably the way it would work. What are you, you doing? You're you gonna what are you doing with Mac Jones then? Well, we'll let him learn for a year under Brady. Yeah, you trade him to Tampa or something. And then you're in right. year four and you gotta pick up his, his fifth year option. Right, right, I right. Mean, it, it's it's just it's just ridiculous. Uh, but those teams that, that went for it, they yeah. these teams have gone for it. They really went after it. It hasn't worked out. I mean, think of the Saints and Rams. The Rams are different because they have a ring. But they're I mean, those no one maxes out their credit cards like the Saints and Rams. I mean, especially salary cap wise for New Orleans. New Orleans, their only quarterback under contract next year is Winston, and they don't have a first round pick. I thought they still have Taysom Hill. Uh, they count him, yeah, and he's they're paying him too much, so they're kind of in purgatory all of a sudden. I mean, going forward, it's great, and if you're the Rams, it's definitely worth it. You know, if they stink for the next five years, hey, they all have hardware and it's worth it. But man, uh, you better hit. I mean. What Omar say? I mean, if you come at the king, you better not miss. You right. Know? <laughs> you know, because it's painful. It's well, I mean, a, it's a risk. Looking at this, so you got going into next year, the Saints are $57.8 million over the cap. Really? Are they last? Yeah. Yeah, as usual this time of year. Tampa right. Bay is $42 million a mess. over the cap. Right. Like, And Brady's a free agent. I mean, the only quarterback they have under contract is, what's his face? The rookie from Trask. Jacksonville is $17 million over the cap. Interesting. Okay. Tennessee is $16.5 million over the cap. They might have to cut Tannehill. The Chargers are $8.5 million over the cap. Some of those teams don't worry me because they'll move money around. You know, like I don't know. But you, you're not adding a lot, right. When you're when you're in that kind of situation, we've Actually, seen this with the Steelers. You you can get under the cap and still have enough money to sign your draft picks, but you're not a big buyer. And, right, you know, right. You're Which not is adding a lot for Jacksonville because. They're young, they're upstart. You would think time to go buy, get right. a couple things around. They did that Lord. two years ago. They did that this year. But they bought too expensive. Right. You know, like they're they're paying ten million a year for Zay Jones instead of eight or you know, the, yeah. the nose tackle or whatever, because no one's play there. Uh who else is there? Um the Vikings are seven point three million dollars over the cap. Mm. The Dolphins are six point eight million dollars over That's the cap. That's on a rookie contract. With the quarterback with, on a rookie right, contract. Right, right. It's different if it's cousins or Tannehill yeah. or you know. Uh, the Bills are three point five million over. The Rams are one point nine million. The Bills can't be dismissed either, though, because Allen's contract really escalates. starts to escalate. Right, like yeah. I-, I wrote an article, but you know, praising the the what Terrell Edmonds has done this year for the Steelers. And at the end, I was like, if you resign Terrell, maybe his brother wants to come too, because I'm not sure the Bills are keeping that guy. They you know, probably like, aren't. Right. I mean, it's just where they're probably at. aren't. Yeah. yeah, they're all. I mean, when you give Miller Von Miller that contract. And if you don't win the Super Bowl this year, it this was their best window this Again, year. You went they, for it. They will be better yeah. this year than last year on paper, or next year on paper. Yeah. Um, Cleveland has jock has moved some stuff around during the season. Yeah, I know that there's so they're not, not as bad as it looks. They've now got three point seven million to play to play with. But doesn't Watson count like fifty? Yeah, uh, and like then, three guys count. Yeah, yeah. like over a hundred million dollars. I think them. Watson's like sixty. And Amari Cooper's one of them. They're not going to move on from Amari Cooper. No, but is he a twenty-five million dollar player? No, probably not. Right. No. Right. Like between 
between Watson, Watson, Garrett, and Cooper are yeah. $100 million. And their O-line's expensive. And yeah. Right, right. They could be a Stars and Scrub team before long, too, without a first-round pick. Yeah. Like, who's their middle class? And then you got, like, so you got the Bears with $120 million to spend. Mm-hmm. Well, who wants to go play in Chicago? That's the thing, is where do you use that then? Yeah. You know, like... What's nice about it, if you're the Bears, though, you could be the team that trades for Tyreek or A.J. Brown and pay him. You know what I mean? You can get a proven commodity, but that's going to cost you a pick, too, you know? Um, but, for example, it's a terrible year in free agency at wide receiver and left ta- and offensive tackle. It always is an offensive always, tackle. Always, yeah. But what are the Bears' biggest needs? Like Wide receiver go, and offensive yeah, tackle, Don't yeah. go sign the next Allen Robinson for – Five million more than he's worth, just to give him, and that's probably why they traded for Claypool, mistakenly. But that was their logic behind it: is we don't want to buy a receiver in free agency because there's none to buy. Yeah, we'll take one on his first contract. Right. Maybe he catches fire, and that hasn't happened. And unfortunately for the Bears, they don't have a foundational player that just to invest in. They're not that far along yet. Right. You know, what do you do with that money? Yeah, I, I you know the Steelers have positioned themselves well as they should be. They got a quarterback on a rookie deal mm-hmm. that that you know they can add. Yeah. But Steelers and, are the best, kind of the best of both worlds. Yeah. They can keep what they want. They can let go who they want. And, oh, by the way, have three high draft picks. Yeah, I have three. And have How fun stuff. is the draft going to be next oh, year? Our draft shows are going to be a blast. Yeah. Yeah, that's going to be All of a sudden, you've, you know, if, if the Bears the Bears aren't getting out of that, they're not they're not getting any better than no, right. third. Steelers are going to pick yeah. real early in the second round. Like, every year you go into that day two of, of the draft, you're like, Oh, look at all these you know these ten these ten to fifteen players that are you know, these guys were all first round first round guys and they're you know they're available and you're like yeah but the Steelers aren't going to have a chance and they never guys. do right because they're picking twenty second in the second round or whatever this now year you're going to have they might know, get two of them you're going to get some quality yeah, yeah quality depth you could set it up yeah. that if we pick this guy then maybe we start a run on corners and then we can get yeah. the tackle we want or or whatever, you yeah. know there's a quarterback sitting there and somebody says well we'd like to move up to the top of the second you want round our first next guy. year yeah <laughs> and then they all kinds of right, fun right, stuff that you can do with that oh yeah you could turn into a future first easily yeah yeah. All for Chase Claypool. All for Chase Claypool. Very worth it. Last Bears note, too. I mean, along those lines, they can be the team, though, late in free agency that gets a $3 million middle line, all the bargains, you know, and build something to build around. Yeah, I agree. So can the Steelers. Absolutely. Uh, You can subscribe now to The Drive. Every episode that we do is available for you to download. Subscribe today through the Steelers mobile app, the iHeartRadio app, and wherever. You find your podcast. He is Matt Williamson. I am Dale Lally. We're going to take a break. When we come back, it's time for the Fantasy Football Focus. You're listening to the official voice of Black and Gold Nation. Beloved Black and Gold. SNR. This football.